Hey guys, welcome back to the Pit Pool and Motivation Podcast, where we break generational chains of lust being lost in lack. As you may or may not know, it's Sickle Cell Awareness Month. Last week, I spotlighted the Be Sickle Cell Strong brand. Well, this week, I decided to go ahead and bring in the founder, Mr. Rayshon Brown. Sickle cell anemia is known for affecting every one of 12 African Americans. We as a race need to do more so that we can spread awareness because it can happen to any one of us, and many around us are affected whether we know it or not. So today's episode is called, Can This Be Used? How to Turn Pain into Purpose. All right, Mr. Brown, we're going to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. I know many of the listeners that listened to the past two episodes may know a little bit about you, but I don't think they know you in this caliber. So Mm -hmm. go ahead and tell us about your brand and how long you've been um, dealing with sickle cell and so on and so forth. Yeah, so you all know my name is Rayshon. I'm on the founder of Be Sickle Cell Strong. I had my first pain crisis when I was six months. So I've been dealing with it since I was six months. And it was a while I went, about eight years without having a crisis, a severe crisis. And then when I got back to high school, it just got worse. So So how old are you now? I am 35 years of age. 35. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um. Thugging year. (laughs) You OG, OG, like halfway Mm -hmm. another OG. Okay. All right. But, um. Thanks for coming on another week. I know my listeners are probably tired of you. Yeah, I'm sure they're tired of me. Like, who is this dude? This who be is our he? Podcast and not just yours. No, it's mine. Okay, cool. Period. Okay. <laughs> but seriously, though, um, how did being born with a disorder such as sickle cell affect you? And has it made your childhood life any different from the average kid? Or do you want to elaborate on that for me? Yeah. So I have a twin brother. I'm going to tell my height right now. I'm 5'9", five, 5'10", five, on a good day. <laughs> my brother is 6'7". <laughs> so, <laughs> I personally feel um, me having disease kind of kept me from being 6'7", <laughs> like him. Um, and our childhoods were very different. Like, he was cool with sports. I'm at the crib or in the hospital. You know, it's school, crib, hospital for me. Oh, and church. Let's add church in there. So, yeah. Most of my friends, they didn't know what sickle cell was growing up. They just knew I was sick all the time. Um, they were very protective over me, but they knew I was sick all the time. But I can say in school, a lot of people, you know, they rocked with me because I was cool and I was funny, and I never showed that I was sick. They, You can look at me and tell that I had sickle cell. And, like, I was hurting every day I was going to school or basketball practice. I still play sports. So if any parents out here... Your kids dealing with a chronic illness, please let that child have a normal childhood as possible because it'll save them a lot of trauma growing up. My parents made, my mom was a nurse, so she already knew what to do. And she made sure that, you know, it was okay for me to do some of these sports before I got into them. So, okay. yeah. so um, I remember having a conversation with you off, you know, off recording or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the doctors told you that you wouldn't live past age two. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share that with the listeners? I think that can motivate some people. Yeah. So um, my mom said I had my first pain crisis when I was six months. They didn't know what was going on. I was born in Selma, Alabama, so country, kind of country Selma. and slow. <laughs> they seen me. Now she said she came in my room one, one night. My arms swollen. 
My legs are swollen. I got a fever, and I'm just crying uncontrollably. So they took me to the hospital. I was having a pain crisis, and it just was getting worse. I was just sick. My mom was saying I was too sick to eat sometimes. And the doctor told her I probably wouldn't live to see two years old. Here you are, 35. Yeah, 35. They, they, they said a few ages, like two, three, five, then 10, then 16. Then when I got graduated high school, I had a stroke, and it was like, well, he may not, you know, he, is, he got this far. He may not make it past his 22nd birthday, but I'm 35 now. So. That's yeah. a word in itself right there. Yeah. But we ain't going to go too far into that. Yeah. I don't want to keep a shout this yeah. early. <laughs> <laughs> so um, could you tell us about a time where you had to persevere? So I know the brand itself is coining mm-hmm. the term persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, from the T-shirts to the sweatshirts and soon-to-be hats and all this stuff like that. So what does that term mean to you? And um, I guess, how did it come about? Like, what made you tie that mm. term alone to sickle cell? Okay. It actually came from, I was working on a song, and the title, Persevere, just popped up in my head. Um, I was like, yo, this would be kind of dope to put on a shirt. <laughs> um, and I had just got out of the hospital. I had some nerve damage in my right leg due to a pain crisis. And I was still coaching basketball at the same time. So I left the hospital, being in there like a week and a half. Can't walk on my right leg because the whole leg is numb. Can't no feeling in the right leg. I'm at the tournament in the boot <laughs> a week later. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my teachers, my parents was like, yo, you just go persevere through it all. And I, I was like, yo, that's dope to put on a T-shirt. Yeah. So came over to um, the B-Sickle Sales Strong brand and, we threw Persevere on a t-shirt because I think I'm a living definition of what perseverance means. That's, you know, what's up. That's what's up. No, no matter what it is, I'm going to persevere through it. Yeah, so. yeah um, when I met you, that actually was the thing that caught my attention. You had on your Persevere shirt, and I was like, this shirt is dope. You know, seeing it, (laughs) you know, seeing it, I didn't know the story behind it, but I was definitely fascinated by the word and how it was put in the definition form and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, just being able to see what your brand stood for and then getting to know you and finding out the depths of that brand really, really blew my mind. And so I just want to commend you for being a, you know, a warrior, you know, mm, on the back it. of the shirts, you have the medals, and I, mm-hmm. I understand now what that stuff means, but you're a true warrior. I get up every single day, you know, as a person who doesn't have a disorder, and I complain about certain things, but yet there are people who really have issues and things that they have to deal with, but yet they still get up every day and live a normal life, still push no matter what obstacle comes their way. And so I really just want to publicly commend you and every sickle cell warrior out there, every person dealing with cancer or whatever the Mm -hmm. disease or disorder is, I just want to commend y'all because that is epic. And it takes a strong person to be able to still live a life and an effective life at Mm -hmm. that. So shout out to y'all. My mom said something very profound to me one time Mm -hmm. because I asked her, why me? You know, why me? Why not my brother? It was not a shot to try to tear him down. But I'm like, we twins. Mm-hmm. Why Why not him? Why Why I had to be on the sickle cell? And she was like, you never know God, you know, you know, put it on you because he probably wouldn't be able to take it. He probably yeah. wouldn't be able to handle it. 
he may not have been strong enough to handle it like you. Yeah. So and that's, that's just, like, okay. that go back to that cliche statement, you know, he won't put more on you than you can bear. And we say it so loosely, but I really think that that is a true statement. When mm-hmm. I talk to certain people and tell them my testimony, people be like, well, I never would have thought such and such would have happened to you. Or mm-hmm. how do you still push past the things that happen to you? And that's just God saying, okay, Jazz can handle this. Yeah. And, you know, when we think about the story of Job in the Bible, and, you know, Job was tested several times by the enemy, and it was allowed by God, and God kept telling the enemy, hey, you can test my servant. Mm -hmm. Like, he can handle this. That man lost his kids. He lost his wealth. He lost everything. And God knew that he could handle whatever it was that he was putting on him. So I just, I don't know. I'm kind of full right now. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going to preach to y'all, but that, that really just does me some justice just to hear that. So shout out to your mom for being a woman of God and putting that, you know, that nugget in your ear. Yeah, man. Sister, Pastor, Minister Carolyn. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Let the church say amen. (laughs) We all need that one person who pushes us to not only persevere, but to elevate. Coach Mike with Push Elevation is that person for me. For the past year, Coach has pushed me out of my comfort zone, but he has also helped me become aware of who Jasmine was professionally. If you're looking for that type of accountability, Push Elevation has you covered with their Equip to Elevate accountability group. You will gain accountability, support, and tools to increase your productivity. Email them today at pushelevation at gmail.com to get started. So my next question is, who inspired you to persevere in spite of the obstacles placed in front of you? Mm. I'm going to name one person. When I got to college, you're probably the reason I made it through college. Now, you can name several people. I named like, several people. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to start from growing up to college to now. Okay. Uh, I'll say Rodney George, my mentor, he was our youth minister at my church, my old church, Mount Hebron Baptist Church in Bellsmore. <laughs> That Roll man call. pretty okay. much taught us everything I could think of under the sun. How to be a man, music industry, how to fish, grill, mix drinks, everything. <laughs> <laughs> the man yeah, the church. Man, he, Rock was our guy, man. And then another guy was David Bell. He went to my church also. He was one of the few people, one of the few men in the church that actually was like, we have to do something with these young men in this church. We got a lot of young men in this church. We in Bessemer, yeah. so we wild. <laughs> it was by the grace of my grandma that we ain't getting a lot of stuff these other dudes did because yeah. she wasn't playing it. But a lot of us, a lot of them was wilding. So he, he took the time out with us every weekend, grab us, take us somewhere, get some pizza, take us a hoop. Um, so him and just seeing what he went through in his personal relationships made me be like, yeah. This, this guy is super strong. Like, mm-hmm. he doing all, got all this personal stuff going on with his mom being sick, his family being sick, but he still take time out to kick it with us. Yeah. And then when I got to college, um, it was a guy named um, Mr. MacArthur. He was a sickle cell counselor, and he was, he had a degree. He graduated in, in um, business. Mm-hmm. Probably the first person I ever met with sickle cell that graduated. Now, I, I didn't know it was people who have sickle cell disease, go to college, get degrees, have kids and wives and stuff. He showed me that. It took me, I was 19 when I first saw wow. that. So I went 
18 years thinking like, yo, I ain't finna be here, so I ain't worried about this stuff. Mm-hmm. They took this man and sent me to the side saying, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. I went to school. I got a master's. Yeah. I done been married twice. I got kids, you know. And um, So he taught you not to see your your disorder as a yes. death sentence. He, he told me, yeah. hey, man, take, use it to your advantage, man. He was like, get out here and network with people. Go to these sickle cell conferences. Network with people. You'll see people your same age doing great things. You'll yeah. see people my age, doctors, lawyers, attorneys. And they all got a sickle cell. They did the same thing you dealt with when you was younger. And I started going to them conferences and seeing all these people. It's like, yeah, I got to get on the ground. <laughs> y'all hear that now. So what y'all got going on is not a death sentence. So whether it's sickle cell, whether it's cancer, you know, we know what the doctors say. We know what the statistics say. But that does not have to be your reality. And if it comes down to that, still live your life. Yeah. Live it still to the full it. ability um, because somebody is depending on you whatever it is, so you have something inside of you that only they can get from you. So mm-hmm. live your best life while you can, but finish your story on your people. Let me see who else. My mom, too. Okay. My mom been through a lot. She like, the OG, for real. Relationship-wise, job, being sick. Just, yeah, she kind of like that. Probably the first person I saw that, like, persevered through anything that was thrown her way. But she's a, a super spiritual woman. So, you know, that's how I aspire to be. Mm-hmm. But I know I ain't there yet. It's okay. Um, you progressing. Yeah, I get there one day. <laughs> but, yes, her. Um, let's see who else. I'm trying to think. Besides my mom, Rock. Any friends? All my friends, man. Okay. I ain't even friend. They... They motivate me every day. My friends, too. Just because I know what it does to them when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to have to continue dealing with me being sick. So, you know, I put on this, like, I'm good every day. Yeah. Just so I wouldn't see their faces just be like, dang, my boy ain't feeling feeling his best. Even though they know. Yeah. I just still try to stay upbeat. And so my friends are like a big Big reason why I persevered through a lot. Because, you know, I'm trying to win for them also, so. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. All right, now. Okay, so how were you able to turn your pain into purpose? Mm. How was I able to turn my pain into purpose? Be more specific. So, literal pain. Literal pain. Yes. How are you able to turn that into purpose? How are you able to change the dynamics of someone's, someone else's life? So um, I know you, they don't know this, but I know you do a lot of coaching with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the Be Sick of Sell Strong brand. You have your music. So how have you taken the pain and the, the trauma and everything that has transpired over your lifetime and turn that into something that can motivate someone else? Okay. I'll say one thing is uh, we're having sickle cell coming up. I wasn't I wasn't able to work a job, mm-hmm. so I always knew in my mind that hey, I can't work for somebody. So I need to do something where I'm on my own clock. I got to get it on my own. Um, 
So that's where the Be Sick or Sell Strong brand came from. And also, that's where the music came from. I can do music when I want to. Mm-hmm. And I can set my own schedule. Um, and then Rodney set us up. He was like, yo, you ain't always got to be a rapper. You can record <laughs> people and, like, live. That is a not a diss to rappers now. Nah, I, ain't di- <laughs> I used to be a rapper, so. I know. I just had and, to clear for the you people. know, my brother produced. So what? he's a producer and I'm an engineer. You got a one-stop shop. Yeah. So any any people out there trying to do music, podcasts, come holler at your boy. What else? Twenty five records. Twenty five records. Yeah, so y'all heard that commercial. Mixed by twenty five. Uh, and the B Sickle Cell Strong brand came from I wanted to partner with a couple T shirt brands with clothing brands here in the city. I ain't gonna say no names. But they was like kinda like brushed me off to the side. Yeah. Like, uh like you ain't cool, so we not gonna <laughs> rock with you. So God said, create your own. Yeah, He said, create your own, yeah. and He came. The word persevere came ahead. I was like, yo, that'd be dope. I hit my homeboy up. He got, he drew out of the medals. The rest was history. Yeah, y'all, them shirts dope. They yeah, dope. Man, go copy one, two, three, four. Five, you got some sweatshirts six. coming out. You yes, some, hey, five. <laughs> five, five. <laughs> now he just saying that because he made it, but I'm just playing. But I'm excited um, for what's to come in your brand. I know that you continue to motivate me. I can't say that enough. Like, you literally motivate me every single day. Make me smile. Um, Oh, God. (laughs) But I literally, you know, I get up in the morning, and every day is not a good day for me, and I'm just going to be honest. And I know, hey, if I'm talking to Sean today, Jazz (laughs) finna be in a good mood because Jazz ain't going to let Sean see her sweat. Like, that's my mentality. Yeah, and so good. I'm sure you make other people feel that way. So just like when you try to put on around your friends, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Like, we really do but the same thing. I don't have thing. to do that around me, man. Yes, I we do. I'm, you know, we have our vulnerable moments. But at the end of the day, you know, what we really make big really isn't that big. Yeah, I say that all the time. People think I be tripping. I'm like, man, this is minuscule. It ain't that big. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's awesome. So what motivation do you have for those affected by sickle cell or other disorders? Um, My motivation um, for you is to continue living your life. Sickle cell is not a death sentence at all. I know some people will try to make it out to be one. Some people try to, you know, feel like you're, they try to handicap you. Nah, man, do what you need to do. You can go to school. Um, you can do whatever you want to do. Play sports. Let your kids play sports. Let your kids enjoy life. Let them go swimming. My mom wouldn't let us go swimming when I was younger. Really? She was, yeah, she was scared I would get sick. Oh, wow. In the pool. It was a lot of stuff she didn't let me do. But I'm thankful for my stepdad, Calvin. Shout out to you, brother. <laughs> That man was like, no, let this boy live. <laughs> he he going to be a grown man and ain't going to be done nothing. Yeah. He had me outside cutting grass, working on cars, fishing, and Selma, I'm running miles, training for basketball. In the hospital a week later, but I was still out there <laughs> with, with my homies and my brother. So just get out of here and do what you do, man. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do nothing, man. Um Anything you put your mind to, you can do it. And don't let your illness stop you from doing anything. Yeah. Like, if you want to skydive, go skydiving. I plan on going skydiving. I will document it for people. 
I told my folks that, and they was like, nah, bro. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because, Lord have mercy. You know, I want to show other folks that, hey, even though you got sickle cells, you can go skydive. So me and my doctor right now is trying to work out. She's trying to get my levels to a point to, hey, ah, right, you good to go skydive. Hell no. That's what's so. up. It is truly an honor to be surrounded by so much black excellence. Our friends at Blurred Over promotes black excellence and POC excellence in the Blurred world. Now, I know you're wondering what is Blurred, but Blurred is just simply a black nerd. And it's okay to be different and be yourself. So if you're a cosplayer, an artist, an actor, or author, maybe a creator or a gamer, whatever it is, Blurred Over is a safe haven for you. And it's a safe haven for people of color. Let Blurred Over motivate you and promote your ideas to the world. Follow them on all social media sites at Blurred Over. Oh, ooh, okay. I'm excited. Like, I'm over here cheesing like a little kid. But um, I got one final question. But before I get into that, I do want to bring something up. I'm just going to go back to when I first met you and just okay. a lot of our personal conversations. So don't, don't feel like you can't talk to me mm-hmm. outside. <laughs> but I remember having a conversation with you and you mentioned that you didn't think that you would live to see, you know, all these different ages mm-hmm. that they told you. So now that you know that you're going to be here, how is your mindset now? Uh, I'm playing catch up (laughs) right now. Um, When I turned 30, I think it was like two, a couple months before my 30th birthday when I realized like, yo, Mm -hmm. like I ain't finna go nowhere no time soon. (laughs) So ever since that day, I'm like, yo, I'm finna not only live for today, but I'm going to live for the future also. So now every day I wake up. I try to live my best life. You know, some days I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to do something. I'm not just going to lay in the bed all day. I did yesterday, though. Yesterday was an off day for me. I ain't want to do nothing. But um, other than that, like, now that I'm 35, I never wanted to get married. What? So you was like the kid? Until a few years ago. I never wanted to get married. I just felt like, all right. I know this is bad to say, but we finna be, you know. Keep it PG-13. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to be like that dude. Had kids running around. No. You just want to be scared. A piece of ratio left here. That's what I wanted. And then a few years ago, it was like, I kind of like the idea of being married. You know, and just having maybe one or two kids. Y'all hear that, ladies? So. Y'all hear. Yeah, man. Give me up. Keep in line. Kind of handsome, kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So we got a lot in common, um, especially the not wanting to be married thing. My reasons a little bit different, mm-hmm. but um, that's what's up. So my last question: You classify yourself as a believer, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are many accounts in the Bible about Jesus healing the sick and raising the dead even when it seemed impossible. Do you believe that there's a chance of you being healed from what seems to be incurable? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I went from being in the hospital every two to three months to I'm at 11 months, no hospitalization. So have you always been that way? No. Okay. Like, um, it was a, a moment in my life where I didn't believe at all. I didn't believe in God anymore. 
I was questioning him all the time. Like I was far farthest away from I had a whole album called No Church on Sundays. <laughs> all right, we're gonna so, uh, report okay. that. Is it on SoundCloud? <laughs> definitely Bandcamp, all that. We're gonna report and, uh, it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the time of my life where I was like, yo, I'm in the hospital all the time. You can't tell me God ain't real. You can tell me that. Even though my mom was like, believer number one, she she was on it. And then it just hit me one day. I was in the hospital, like super, super sick. Intensive care unit, like close to not being here. And then I prayed. And like the next day, all my stats and stuff just went back to normal. Wow. Like the doctor was telling my mom, like, he don't know what happened. I just made a, a change overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, my pain wasn't as bad. So they just put me in a regular room. Like, the next day I went home. Because I ain't had them. I went in pain no more. Wow. And I was like, yeah. My mom was like, yeah, see, that, that was God showing you. He real? That, uh, don't, don't play with his name. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, he struck like, you down for this CDI? Nah, nah. <laughs> the CD actually bang, man. It's actually pretty hard. I'm going to have to go listen to that. <laughs> it's actually pretty hard. I'm going to have to go listen to it. It ain't what it. people think it is. But the title, title turned people off. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we have a public declaration. Rayshawn Brown believes that he can be healed. So, mm. well, Rayshawn, we stand in agreement with you. The world stands in agreement with you. The Bible says where two or more gather, he's in the midst. And so this podcast episode will be recorded as manifested evidence mm. one day. Yes. So when it happens, people are going to be like, man, I remember hearing this guy on the episode and he was talking about he believed it. And, you know, that's all that faith is, is mm-hmm. just simply believing. And I believe wholeheartedly that God is going to heal you one day. Yeah, like too. I really, really do. Me and too. I can't wait till that day. Me too. We're going to throw a party. I know. We're going skydiving. That too. But we're going to throw a party. So that is major, 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 major. So for Rayshon, it may be sick of cell, but for you, it could be rejection, rape, addiction, homosexuality, or poverty. Whatever you're dealing with, God wants to heal you. And whatever it is, God can and will use it. Don't be dismayed. I love how Romans 8.28 says it, and we know that God causes everything, all things, to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So this was so good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people needed this. I know I needed it. Um, how you feel about it, Sean? Um, I feel I feel like it's, it was needed. I don't really talk much about my life and dealing with sickle cell. So this is the first for you, huh? Yeah, like, my friends know, my family know, but, like, Doing something like this. Yeah. This was last year. I went and did it. It's so, okay. We, yeah. we progress. Yeah. 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 So um, I truly believe that you inspired a lot of people. Um, even if it was just one person, you inspired them to persevere. Yeah. Like no that's, matter that's what it goal. was. And so um, if you were touched by his story today, be sure to visit www.bescs.com and support the cause. We're going strong all month for sickle cell awareness. So, Purchase a T-shirt, um, mm-hmm. not even just his website, but just go out and read about the disorder itself and just support any causes that are out there. Reach out to some other sickle cell warriors and let them know that you're thinking about them. Let them know that you care about them and love them. 
and just kind of motivate them through this journey because everybody is not in Rayshon's place. Yeah. They may not have the same mental state, so we just want to uplift them during this time any way possible. Just show your support and let them know that you're thinking about them. So I, we really want to thank you for being back on here. I promise you, y'all, no he won't problem. be back yeah. next week, but I ain't going to say forever he'll be gone, <laughs> but he might make his way back. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in yet another week. And I love you all. And until next time.